Are you guilty of playing business? Because we think that you might be. My guess is you probably are because everybody is at one point in their career. We're gonna go over a few different examples and hopefully don't fall in some of these traps, but you probably will. So you'll learn and you'll be self-aware from it. Check it out right now. Hey guys, today we are talking about the concept of playing business, playing in quotation marks. This first came up a few years ago before Jason and I wrote our book, The Whiteboard, and we've been expanding it over time. Okay, here's the definition, the basic definition of playing business and why it's an important thing to be aware of and to recognize. Playing business is when you are doing business-like activity just to do it with no real outcome or goal in mind, with no like economic or any real business goal that you're working towards, just to do business-like activity and make it look like you're moving around and busy and working and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, warning. <laughs> Some of the things we're gonna talk about I hope you don't fall into these traps. And you probably will. And the good news is if you do fall in one of these traps, now you know and you can overcome them and you can stop doing these things. And some of these things you probably don't even realize. You say, oh yeah, well that was, uh, you know, that was valuable because I met this person or I did, I did this. Um, mm -hmm. So let's let's jump into some of the let's jump into some of these things because they're yeah. important. Because and, and to be honest, like playing business is rampant. It is yeah. totally everywhere. And yep. you might not even realize, you know, recognize it for what it is. But that's definitely step number one. Let's just be aware of what playing business is and be able to label certain actions as that. Yeah, I mean, you need to understand the value of your time. The value of your time is all you have, it, mm -hmm. and it's an, it's important. And you can't spend time, you know, racing around doing unnecessary things. It has to be. There's only so many hours in the day, right? So they have to be planned out accordingly and stick to that. And precious asset, right? It's and it's time. and make sure you know we all have that entrepreneur ADD stuff, but you got to keep yourself focused and you got to keep yourself on track of the the important stuff. So let's dive into a few. Yeah, let's talk about things that you should watch out for, so that you can recognize people yourself or other people you work with possibly playing business. So one that's very common is the idea of having meetings uh, in the office or here or there. There's not any real agenda of the meeting other than to say that oh I have a meeting and then sit down and talk about stuff, and then the meeting's over and you go on about your, your day and your life and your business like it never happened. That happens all the time. Yeah, there's no need to do a, to have a meeting just to have a meeting. <laughs> Be like, oh hey, I ran into somebody and it says, hey, you know, we should set up something and you know, come in, see if there's, I don't know, any opportunities or whatever the case is. Cool, come on in, I'll time block an hour. An hour, that's so much time out of your day to time block. Now don't get me wrong, we're very pro relationships and you know grow, growing our sphere, and we're very we're very active about doing that. But it's got to be done with the right people. You can't just take a meeting from anybody. It's got to be the right person. Right. You don't just sit down and sit down. If someone wants to, and and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that call in and say, "Hey, can we have a meeting? I'd like to meet face to face." Well, you know what? I agree that doing business face to face is important. But let's make sure it's somebody that you can actually do business with first. Let's pre-qualify them over the phone and get some of the information out first, and then if it grants a meeting, then we'll, we'll take it to the next step. But a lot of these things don't end up needing to be a time waster hour meeting. You, you can accomplish, accomplish these things very, very quickly over the phone, and then move on to the next productive activity. Yeah, and the same thing goes for lunches too. That's a very, very common thing. Like, let's spend a third of the day like driving to and having lunch and coming back. And I mean, we all eat and we all like to have lunch, but you know, who you're having lunch with and what you're talking about is very, very important. Like Jason and I talk about, like, we come into into work every day, every week with a to-do list. 
I already have my own to-do list. Like, it's very hard for someone else to get on my to-do list, right? Because I'm being proactive about what I'm trying to do. And, you know, requests come through all the time. Hey, can we have lunch? It's like, probably, it, probably not. Well, with the right, at the right opportunity, you can. It's got, it's got to be worth your time. Oh, sure. It's got, it's got to be worth your time. You need to value your time. You're, you're giving up a lot of your precious time for no need. And don't get me wrong, this isn't like, I'm too good for you, selfish doings. It has nothing to do with that. Your time's valuable, and you need to make sure that if you're spending time at an hour meeting or a two-hour lunch, that is productive, and you're making the most out of it. That's just, that's just what it is. And I know that a lot of us all fall into those traps of, of that. You know, why, you know, why spend an hour on something that you can accomplish in five minutes? It's that simple. Very true. So, so one real popular one that a lot of real estate in investors, real estate agents, real estate professionals do, and you know, to be honest, I used to fall in this trap back in the day, is they are constantly going to look at properties over and over, and they're driving too much to properties, especially looking at deals or opportunities that may not even exist. So what the heck are you going out to a property for if it's not gonna turn into anything? For instance, think of us as a lender. We get 1,000 inquiries every month and they turn into hundreds and hundreds of, of opportunity, potential leads, right? I can't go look at every one of those darn properties. Well, imagine if someone calls me and say, hey, I want you to take a look at my property, let me know how much you can lend. Oh, cool, I'll be right out. And then I get out there, I look at the property, like, yeah, this is a nice property. Uh, I think it's worth 100 grand. We can lend you uh, whatever, 65 grand. They're like, oh, well, I owe 100 grand on it or I'm buying it for 100. Okay, well. Great, nice to meet you and I'm out. And I lost 30 minutes or an hour or two hours. Same thing as a property investor. If you ha if uh, a seller calls you and says, hey, I wanna sell, sell my property, the first thing you're gonna say is not, is, say is, hey, oh cool, I'll meet you out there and we can talk. It doesn't work like that. You need to pre-qualify them, figure out how much they owe, figure out if there's an opportunity there, and then you go look at the property. And don't get me wrong, you have to go look at the property, I'm not saying you don't, but, but look at the right the ones. End. Look at the right ones. You know, we, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I feel like so many people fall in this trap and I don't wanna, you know, think out there that we're like the most efficient people, it just out of everybody. Yeah. But the thing is, is these are important things to do. I mean, even friends of ours and, and successful real estate investors I know, you know, I'm on the phone with them and I'm, and I'm like, uh, hey, you know, this wholesaler had a deal you know, I, I try to lend to them, but they just want to wholesale it, take a look at this property, let, let me know how much you can, uh, you know, you want to buy it for. And they're like, cool, I'll go look at the property, I'll let, you, I'll let you know. And it's like, no, that's not exactly what I meant. What I meant was call them, try to figure out approximately what the numbers look like, and then if it works, go out to the property. I right. never recommend just going out to a property to go see a property. Yeah, now that one is very, very common in real estate. And to be honest, guys, you know, the evolution of this concept, playing business, we're, we've all done it in the past. We've all been, been guilty of playing business for sure. And we're definitely nowhere near perfect at it and we're trying to get better and recognize those time wasters, time sucks, whatever you know, term you wanna you know, put on it. But it can be anything. Like I, I knew a guy in the past whose friend, who was business partners with a good friend of mine and he would play business just by the clothes he was wearing. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, <laughs> a lot of his goal of being a business owner was to put on a suit and go to happy hour and talk about his business. Hmm. Here's what we're up to, blah, blah, blah. Not in a productive way, not talking to people who are influencers in that industry or anything else. It was a straight ego play. I'm going to wear this suit and I'm going to be very careful about what I put on and I'm very, that's a big part of my day and then I'm going to go to happy hour and talk about how cool I am. 
playing business straight up. It exists in all kinds of different <laughs> Yeah, I mean, forms. there's a lot, of different, a lot of different examples. All right, so we're gonna leave you with two reasons why I think you probably are playing business, or that you probably don't even realize it. Number one, you don't realize, you know, sometimes you're like, well, of course I'm gonna go look at the property, or of course I'm gonna do a lunch meeting, I'm trying to meet new people and things like that, and I get all that. And, you know, if it's the right person, if it's the right time to do that, do it, but just make sure you're putting the right emphasis on your time and and the value of the, the value of your time. Uh, don't get me wrong, you know, going never eat alone. It's a really good book, and it's all about going to eat, going to eat lunch. You have to go eat lunch anyways. You might go eat lunch with with somebody. I agree with that, but make sure that's a real somebody and not just anybody. A real somebody, <laughs> and not that's just not just anybody. So you try to get on Keith Ferraz's lunch calendar. Yeah. So the so the self awareness okay. is number one. The number two, as entrepreneurs and business owners that aren't structured yet or they're not fully structured, they're always trying to fill up their to do list, and they don't even realize it. Don't fill up your to do list with something stupid. They're trying to get themselves busy. And you know that's another work of busyness and busy work and stuff like that. That's a different topic. But that being said, they're like, cool. Well, I have eight hours in the day. Um, between twelve and three, I don't have anything. Oh, cool. I'll just go do this. Like, again, it's got to be with a purpose, the right purpose. You know, come to us. Ask us what you know we think you should be doing if you have downtime. I'll give you a hundred different marketing <laughs> strategies or marketing ideas to help grow your business, which is another topic itself. But don't just put something on your to-do list to put yourself to put it on your to-do list. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with if you have a break to go do personal development or something else, that's a hell of a lot more productive than going to lunch with somebody that's not gonna turn into anything. Very true. Preach on it. Very true, yeah. We, we rant on this topic because we think about it a lot and it's evolved it's important. over the years. So let us know if, if you think you might be guilty of playing business. Give us one example because I was talking about this on stage, it was probably a year ago, with a bunch of business owners, professional people, and I, I went through a bunch of different topics, a lot of them from, from our book, and the, this was the one that people commented on most when we were chatting after. They're like, I fall into that you, trap. You, you, you got me. I'm guilty of playing. They, everyone is. Everyone is guilty until you until we, you talk about it and right. Be aware. Yeah, be aware of what it is. Call yourself out. Be very you know honest with what your days look like, and maybe you can improve by a couple notches. Yep. Hopefully you guys found this helpful. As always, comment below, like, comment, share, subscribe. If you got any value from this video, we'd certainly appreciate you sharing it. Take care.